Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Saul Weinreb, the host of the podcast, and today we are studying the prophet Ezekiel, that's the Navi Yechezkel, chapter 6. We just finished chapter 5 yesterday, and we finished a series of symbolic acts that God asked the Navi Yechezkel to perform in order to convey a message to the people. Uh, the message that the people refused to listen to. And just to remember, Yechezkel is speaking to the exiles, the people that currently are in Babylon, are in Babel with him, that had been exiled from Jerusalem. <coughs> However, the city Jerusalem at the temple at this time still stands. The general notion among the population, among the people is, that God won't destroy his temple because it would be an embarrassment to God in front of all the nations. And they had faith that as long as they continued the temple worship and rituals, that God would continue and keep the temple safe and that this would keep the people safe. The people in Babylon thought of themselves as the ones that were worse off. They're the ones that were exiled. They're the ones suffering here in exile while their brothers are still (coughs) in the city of Jerusalem with God's temple. What Yechezko was telling them was, and the, and the prophets, and we saw this in Jeremiah as well, that the people in Babylon, they are going to be the ones eventually that survive, save the Jewish people, return to Jerusalem eventually, and reestablish the temple, while the people that remained in Jerusalem are going to be destroyed and wiped out by the invading Babylonians. Uh, and Yechezko uh, described this, the Navi described this in the words, uh, um, in the awful, awful, terrible uh, words that we read in the last chapter about the extent of the destruction. Now, the extent of the destruction, and before we read Ezekiel chapter 6, we need to look back at the Torah in the book of Vayikra, in Leviticus 26, that's chapter 26, Parakhafav in Vayikra and Leviticus. Because Yechazkel is openly and clearly referencing back to that chapter. That was in the section of the Tochacha, of the rebuke uh, that, that God read to the Jewish people way back when they had just received the Torah. And he had told them that if you keep the Torah and you keep the mitzvot and you guys behave, then you will um, prosper and survive and I'll bless you and so on. And if not... God described the terrible suffering that was to come. Yechezkel is saying this because, number one, the people would have been familiar with what the Torah taught them. That he, and he's saying that these words of, uh, that I'm telling you now shouldn't surprise you. This is what has been predicted. This is what God has told us. And so he purposely and deliberately in chapter 6 evokes the images of Vayikra chapter 26. So it's important for us to go back and read that first. And... Uh, Also, it completely um, undermines the thought process that the people had. The Torah made it extremely clear that what God wants from them is their behavior. What God wants from them is for them to keep the the precepts of the Torah. um, If we remember, if we go back to chapter 26, it begins with, um, with, with the following words in Bechukotai Telechu. This is the beginning of Parshat Bechukotai, which would be familiar to anyone who paid attention to the reading of the Torah portion each week. When we read Bechukotai, we read 
If you go in the ways of my rules, and you keep my mitzvot, and you do them, then I will give you rain and, and produce and so on and so forth. And you won't have enemies, etc., etc. But then, in if you do not listen to me, in verse 14, Leviticus 26, if you do not listen to me and you do not keep the mitzvot, and you do not keep my laws, then suffering will come. I'm going to skip to verse 30 because these are the verses that, um, actually, more accurately, 29. We j- had just learned in in the last chapter of Yechazkel where he's mentioned the terrible curse of, of, of parents eating the corpses of their children because of the horrific starvation and suffering. And he, he was referring to Leviticus 26, Verse twenty-nine: You will eat the the flesh of your children and your uh, of your sons and your daughters. Um, so he was referencing back to that. He was giving the people an image that they should know. This message that I am telling you now is a message that the prophets have been saying for years and years and years. And stop thinking that the temple and the rituals of the temple are somehow going to save you. What you need to do is You need to go based on my laws. But let's continue back in Vayikra in Leviticus 26 with the next verse 30. And be pay attention to these words and phrases because these words and phrases are going to almost identically pop up in the words of Yechezkel. As clear as day that Yechezkel, the Navi Ezekiel, is referring us back to here. I will destroy at Bamotechem your high places. Bamotechem means the the places of, of <coughs> idol worship, cultic worship that were built on mountaintops. And this is a very rare term. is generally considered to be some sort of a, a, uh, uh, an, a stand or a table that was used in the worship of idols, possibly where incense was burned, and it's called a chamon or a chaman. It's uh, the linguists trace these words back to uh, other w- words that are similarly uh, were used in cultic practices in the Middle East at the time. And I will cut off, I will destroy the chamonechem, the incense stands, v'notzati, and I will place at pigrechem your corpses. I'll pigregelechem, pile them on top of the corpses of your gilulim. There's a lot of different trances of gilulim. And generally, that's understood to be the... Um, it could mean the bodies of the animals that that were being sacrificed to these uh, idols, the, uh, or or it could uh, um, or the other items that were being used as uh, items of worship, either in the worship or being worshipped themselves. But I'm going to pile the corpses of your bodies on top of the the dead corpses of these things that you're worshipping, and my soul, God says, so to speak, will be disgusted with you. And I will plate at Arechem, your cities, destroyed I will destroy your, your, your holy places, your holy buildings, because you have desecrated them. And I will not even smell I will not pay attention to the smells of the sacrifices that you bring to me in my temple. I'm not going to pay attention to that because that's not what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is and I will destroy the land and your enemies um, that that um, will set, that will that settle in the land in your place after they exile, you will be just 
awed and awestruck regarding the terrible destruction that I wrought there. V'yadchem, and this is the last verse I'm going to read in Vayikra right now. V'yadchem ezoreh, this is verse 33. V'yadchem ezoreh bagayim, and you I will scatter throughout the nations. Take heed of this word, ezoreh, because this word is going to also pop up in Ezekiel. V'harikoti acharechem charav, I will... Literally, that means I will empty the sword after you, meaning the swords will be unsheathed and chasing after you. Again, the terminology <clears throat> Yechezkel just used in the last chapter five several times, and he's going to use it again in what we're about to read today. Your land will be desolate. Your cities will be destroyed. So now... Um, and then, actually, I am going to read one more verse because it continues in verse 34 in Vayikra and Leviticus. Oz This way, the land will clear out the um, will be will be um, uh, trying to think uh, will will make up for or uh, settle for the the Shabbatot the the uh, the um, the either the Shabbat itself that has not been kept properly or the Shemitot, meaning the seventh sabbatical year that hasn't been kept properly, the land will cleanse itself of the sin of your sins, and eventually um, the suffering will be over. Now let's go back to Ezekiel chapter six and let's see how Ezekiel and Yehazkel brings up these same images, these same words, in order to drive home the point that this curse is a result of your actions, and this had been predicted long, long ago. <clears throat> <clears throat> this is verse 1, Ezekiel 6. And the word of God was to me as follows, saying, Ben Adam, human being, now turn your face towards the mountains of Israel and say prophecies regarding them. In the last chapter, <clears throat> Yechezkel was directly addressing Jerusalem, was directing the people of Jerusalem, the capital. Now he says, let's look out at the mountaintops, the Judean mountains, all those mountaintops upon which you built, the people built all of these um Places of idol worship, places of sin, places of iniquity. And I want you to say, Horei Yisrael, mountains of Israel. Listen to the word of God, of the Lord your God. So says the Lord your God. To those mountains and those high places. To the um, uh, Vlageot. To the uh, uh, streams and the valleys, the ge- uh, is uh, valleys. I'm going to bring sword upon you, and I am going to destroy. Here's the first place where the word bamotechem goes back to the word bamot that we saw in Leviticus. Your high places, meaning the shrines or the um, the the uh, the cultic worship places that were built on the hilltops. Vinoshamu. And the altars upon which you brought um, <coughs> sacrifices to these to these idols will be desolated. Here you have that same word. It's a very unusual word in Tanakh. But here you have the same term, and they will be smashed. Those stands where they would burn incense to the to the people. And I will fell your corpses or your the the people that die from your wars in front of your gilulim like that same word gilulim would be either the items used in idol worship or the um or the uh animals uh uh the corpses of the animal sacrifice at again that same term i will place the corpses of the people in front of the 
corpses of the animals, or again, the gilulim, I'll pile them on top of them. Vizeri, see, again, the same term. I will scatter et atzmotzeichem, your bones, sevivot mebuchotzeichem, around your altars. Bechol moshvotzeichem, in all of the places, harim techaravna, wherever you live, instead of established cities, they will be destroyed. Vihaba most tishamna, and the high places you built to these idols will become desolate. In order that it will be these altars, and this is a slight, tiny little silver lining in here that God is saying, it will be the altars, it will be the places that will bear the iniquity and the destruction. But there will be a remnant of you as you people of the people that will survive. And your gilulim, uh, those uh, some of the, I see the translation in the JPS as fetishes, meaning those items that were used in your idol worship, they will be smashed and destroyed. Again, this word, your chamonim, the incense stands will be cut off. And those things that you created will be erased, will be wiped out. Ultimately, the, the dead of your of uh, people will fall from among you, within you, and then you will then know that I am God. In other words, I keep my words. If you do not listen, if you do not listen to Lecho, if you do not do go in my way, this is the result. And those uh, that escape, that run out to the other nations, that they will remember Asher Nishbusham. They will remember the, the nations among which whom they were captured by and sent out to, in exile to be enslaved by. Asher nishparti at libam hazoneh. They will know and they will remember that I am the one who broke their heart, the heart that turned away. It is me that taught them that this was improper. Asher sor alai because their hearts turned away from against me. Vet enehem and their eyes hazonot that turned away. Acharegilulehem after their they're, uh, I'll, I'll use the word fetishes for gilulim, these items used in this, this cultic practices, v'nakotu bifnehem. And they, um, and they lusted or desired after these things, al hara'ot asher asu v'lecholto avotehem. Because, um, um, uh, uh, it'd be, uh, towards the looking towards the, 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 the evil things that they did with all of their um, uh, disgusting and abominable or abomination uh, abominable uh, things that they did Viadu, and they will then know that I am God I didn't speak these words this is Yechazkel referring back to Vayikra all the way back then. All of you learned this in school when you were children. You learned the five books of Moses. You learned what the Torah said. I didn't say it for nothing. I didn't just say those words because I didn't mean them. I said them because I'm, I meant them. I meant that I would do this if they did not behave. I'm carrying out the words that I predicted. I said I would. Why didn't you believe me? Let's go on to verse 11. It's here have a, a little bit of a change in pace. Yechezkel now turns away from the, the reminding people of Ayikra and he turns back to, um, to talking to the people right now. Because of this terrible destruction, so says the Lord your God. Now this reference could be another symbolic act. God could be talking to Yechezkel himself, telling him as fa- the words as follows, strike with your hands together, stomp your feet or on the ground, the emor ach, and say, oi, ach is like a, 
uh, Yiddish word for a kvetch, but a very powerful kvetch, like oi, and say, in other words, there's nothing to do left other than just be, just be completely distraught. Et kol because of all of these terrible abominations that the house of Israel has committed, which resulted in Asher Bacher of Barov which they therefore fell by these three things. Remember the thirds, the one uh, third by sword, a third by starvation, and a third by disease that they have fallen. Those that are far away, remember those, the third that ran away, many of them died anyway. They died by disease. And those that in the city fell they fell by the sword of the enemy. And those that remained and those that remained that stuck inside the city starved to death. And I will end my anger against them. And they will then know that I am God because their, their, their bodies will be mixed up among their fetishes and those things that they were disgusting things that they used that in their in their idol worship all surrounding the altars at which they worshipped at all the high places and all the mountaintops of Tachas and underneath the trees that they used these are trees that were used in the idol worship we've had this reference of Eitzranon and an Ela and Ela is a type of tree which they used um, uh, as a place of worship the places where they brought uh, where they they brought uh, incense and s- uh, smells of the sacrifices they would bring to all of their 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 idols I will spread my hand over them and I will make the land desolate it will be completely desolate I'm going to use the translation of the Radak here from the wilderness of Divla which is a reference to Rivla a place in Babylon meaning it will be destroyed by the Babylonians and this will happen in all the places in Israel where the people live and they will then know because I am God again this was a very this is the end of chapter 6 this was a very depressing and very sad thing to read but let me just remind you that when Yechezkel is referring the people back to Leviticus to Vayikra he the people also understand that not only does God keep his word and bring about terrible terrible destruction the people would also have known how that chapter ends and if we look at Leviticus verse 42 the chapter ends remember that after this destruction I will remember my covenant with you Yaakov I will remember my covenant with you Isaac I will remember my covenant with you Abraham um, the, the land will eventually um, uh, expunge their sins verse 44 again in Leviticus 26 and Vayikra even when they do go to the land, lo ma'astim, I will not be completely disgusted them. I will not be so disgusted with them. The same terms that Ezekiel is using, Allah, he says of being disgusted, but I will not be so much so that I will completely destroy them. So Ezekiel is telling this to the people that are in exile. These are the ones, the ones that are in the land of the enemy. That is the people that Ezekiel is talking to would have known that God is also telling them, I will not give up on you. I will not allow the people to be completely destroyed despite this horrific destruction that is happening. 
Thank you so much for studying Ezekiel chapter 6. Looking forward to studying chapter 7. And, of course, the entire book of Ezekiel together.